Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor J.P. Troyo here. So glad that you're joining us today on our podcast. You're about to hear a message today from our weekend encounter. Uh, I pray that this message uh, encourages you, inspires you, and pushes you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to stay on track with what's going on at the church, we'd love for you to download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, or visit us on our website, www.oasischurchchicago.com. I'm praying for you, we're believing for you, and we trust that God's gonna continue to do great things in your life. God bless you. Now here's the message today. Amen, amen, you may be seated. I want to just, as we're wrapping up this 21 days of fasting and praying, I want to just leave us with one quick reminder. Is that all right? Yeah. And then we're going to take communion and we're going to pray over this space that's been so good to us. I wish today we had a highlight reel of every miracle. Every moment that God met us here in this place. I wish we had it. I wish I had a time to share it. Some of you have been a part of it. Some of you, this is your first time here and you don't know what we're talking about, but it's, it's all right. It's, God has been so good to us here in this place. And so we want to bless it as we go from this place. I really believe that the ownership of this building has, both owners have been so good to God's house that their lives will be enriched because of it, that this space will be enriched because of it. But I want to just encourage us one more time. Who needs another word of encouragement? Y'all, y'all picking up quicker. Good. Open up your Bibles to Mark 4. Mark 4. I gave a title to this little little talk, little message. I shouldn't say talk. Who says that? Title that says, When He Speaks. I don't know about you today, but I do know one thing is true, that God still speaks today. That through His Holy Spirit, it's what Jesus said would be left with us when Jesus ascended back into heaven and after the death and burial and resurrection of him, he ascended back into heaven and he said, I'm going to leave you with my spirit and I'm going to allow for my spirit to, to do works in your life that are greater than what I did, to do things that you couldn't imagine, but also to be the, the guide for you, the director for you, the, the one that gives you discernment and wisdom. Can I be honest, more than ever today, we need the spirit's wisdom and discernment to fall upon our lives. We need to know truth. We need to know what is right. We need to know where he is leading us, what he is saying to us, what he's got him, because I'm telling you guys, the world is speaking louder than ever before. And we need to say, Holy Spirit, I just give you access to speak. I give you access to rule and reign. So, so I believe God speaks today. And as we wrap up this fast, I, I want to encourage you that God just doesn't speak during 21 days of giving up food. God speaks all day. Every day, he's speaking right now. He's saying things. He's, he's making things happen. He's making things moving. Waymaker, right? We sing it and we believe it. We proclaim it. But even when we don't see it, he's moving. Even when we can't feel it, he's moving. He speaks all the time. And so Jesus is on a boat with his disciples. And it's a profound story. And it says this in verse 35 of Mark 4. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as, he was in the, uh, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. Do you know something to be true about Jesus? Anytime Jesus was on the scene, crowds showed up. Jesus sends his 12 across and says, come on, we're going to go across. We're going to continue in ministry. And other boats, theologians believe that other people got in their boats and said, we're going where you're going. Where God is calling us to go, I pray and believe people will follow that we won't be able to contain what God is going to do. And it continues then. 
It says this in verse 37, a furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. You get that picture in your head. This is not a, a, a cruise ship today. This is not a yacht. This is a wooden boat. Not that great, not that awesome. And waves are crashing. Water is filling it. The, the, the boat is being hit and tossed left and right, left and right. You get that image in your head. You with me? And just as Jesus was in the stern, I love this part of this, this scripture. This is one of my, this is awesome. You get the image of the boat. You with me? It's, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy scene on this, on this lake. And Jesus is in the stern of the boat. This brother is sleeping. You, you didn't hear me. He's sleeping on a cushion. He is in REM cycle sleep. You with me now? Up top, disciples flipping. Down below, Jesus sleeping. On a pillow. Out. Got that? The disciples woke him and said, teacher. They still didn't understand who he was. Yo, I'm telling you something right now. If you just look at God as a teacher and not as father, you'll miss the whole thing. That was a good word, pastor. <laughs> teacher, don't you care if we drown? How many of you have said that to God? God, don't you care if? Don't you care if? Don't you care if this? Don't you care if? He's not afraid of it. Catch that? He's not afraid of it. But don't stay there. He got up. Got up from his bed, his little pillow. I imagine Jesus like carrying his pillow out like, man, these brothers, man. How many times do I? <laughs> they ain't taking my pillow after this wind waves calm down. I'm keeping it anyways. He got up. He rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet. Be still. Then the wind died down. <laughs> I love scripture. And it was completely calm. Jesus got up. Spoke to the wind and the waves. He said, quiet, be still. I control you. Calm down. And everything was peaceful. And then his disciples, these guys, they're awesome. You know what makes me just so thankful for the disciples? Because I'm, I like look at them, I'm like, oh, I am not as big of a mess up as I thought. Thank you. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? He's saying that to some people in this room this morning. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? He's speaking right now. Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And then they were terrified <laughs> and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Can I say this morning, when Jesus speaks, things shift. When Jesus speaks, peace comes. When Jesus speaks, things can't be the same. When Jesus speaks, lives are transformed. When Jesus speaks, doors open up that you could never open up yourself. When Jesus speaks, there are rivers in the waste in the deserts. There are roads in the wastelands. When Jesus speaks, peace invades, hope invades, mercy invades, grace comes. He's speaking today. Are we listening? He's saying, "Hey, hey, you fasted, you prayed, but don't just hope for me to speak to you during this time. I want to speak to you all the time." I want to speak to you in every moment of every day. Jesus calls the disciples and tells them to go across, to go across. You know what, Jesus, I sense when I read that, he's saying, Jay, I'm telling you to go. Go from this place into the next place. 
This has been a struggle. This has been real. This has been hard. We've been battling and praying and battling and praying, believing for God to open up a door for months, and finally God did it. But can I tell you something? Now is the time that now he's saying go. And anytime God tells you to go, it's hard. Remember, my wife and I joke, but we're like, man, it's been so easy here. It's been so good here. I feel like we should just stay here. And God said, no, I told you to go. I'm telling you to go to the other side. I'm telling you to get on the, and go. Guys, when God tells you to go, go. I'm telling you, hear me, hear me, hear me. Whether you know this or not, when God speaks, do your best to listen. (laughs) And do your best to be obedient. Because you don't want to end up in the place where he hasn't called you to go. It ain't good. Just take it from my experience. Terrible. When he says go, go. So he's telling us, go. Hey, Jesus is calling us into a new season, calling us to the other side, a place starting next week where we're going to see more lives change and more lives transformed and people healed and, and children raising up to be mighty men and women and, and seeing marriages restored and seeing you that, that, are, that are bound in addiction and we're, we're here in your corner, we're believing for it, but seeing you free and seeing you set free in Jesus' name because he's calling us to go. And when God calls us to go and we are obedient, just like throughout scripture, God goes, oh, yeah, I'm with them. And so what's crazy about the story, I'm almost done, don't worry, is that he tells them to go, and it's in the darkest hour. It says during the nighttime, chaos erupts. Can, can I tell you something? Satan knows where you're at. He knows when to get you. Evil knows when you are in your darkest place, when you are in that moment where you have that thought, where you have that moment, where you have that reaction. He knows, and he catches you. In the darkest hour, Satan will try to get you. Can I tell you tonight that Jesus is also in your darkest hours? Jesus is in you in your darkest hours. Jesus is actually the one that's going to pull you out of the darkest hours. He was with the disciples on the boat. He didn't send them to go. He was with them. Are you with this? Invite Jesus into your boat. Invite him into your, in your ship. Invite him into whatever you're doing. Invite him in because he wants to be there with you through the darkest moments. Anybody thankful Jesus wants to be with you in your darkness? I think so. I don't know. I love you all. You guys are so good to keep coming to this church. You're awesome. I'm like, yes, Lord, in every moment, even in the darkest, come. You know why? I'm desperate for him. When everything seemed lost, Jesus, for these guys, when everything seemed done, Jesus, When everything seemed too big, Jesus. When the waves seemed to be too hard, Jesus. When the storm was really hard, Jesus. Are you with me right now? See, when Jesus is invited in, no matter what's coming against you, no matter what may be coming up against you, God speaks. And when he speaks, winds and waves calm. Anxiety calms. Depression calms. It can't keep coming back at you. It can't keep creeping up at you. Relationships that you're stuck in have to be broken off. Soul ties have to go. Generational curses, you're like, I'm just going to be like my dad. I'm going to be like my mom because that's how they were and that's how their grandma was and my grandma, that's how I'm. No, generational curses break when you invite Jesus into your life and you say, Jesus, you have center. Jesus, darkness has to flee. Jesus, darkness has to go. And so Jesus is sleeping. Y'all catch that? Like I know I've said it like 16 times, but he's sleeping. Can I tell you something this morning? Jesus is not up in heaven going, ah! Some of y'all are sleeping in the back. That just woke you up. Welcome to church. He's not like, oh my gosh, this kid's all. 
You know what he's doing? Chilling. Can I say that theologically? Some of the kids are like, I'm out of here. God's Jesus, he's chilling. He's like, you know why I can sit here on my throne and not be worried? I've conquered this, this death. I've conquered this world. I've already got the victory. I'm done. I'm going to sit on my throne. I'm going to rest. And I'm going to keep giving my spirit to my people. I'm... Jesus was sleeping in the boat. The winds and the waves didn't wake him up. The winds and the waves didn't, didn't cause him. Imagine, theologians believe, this was a big storm. I wanted to say earthquake. That's not the right thing that happens in waters. What happens in waters? Hurricane. Yes, welcome to church. Um, people believe it was like hurricane-esque type of scene, right? They believe on the, That's what happened. You all been in a hurricane? Anybody been in a hurricane? Ain't fun. Some Floridians, like, not fun, right? Last thing I'm doing during a hurricane is I'm sitting in the middle of water. Jesus is sleeping while a hurricane's going on. And you know what's awesome? None of that woke him up. You know what woke him up? The cries of his people. The cries of his children. You know, Jesus, it says he was a little mad. He rebuked them because Jesus has got to correct us and train us all the time. Don't, don't, don't dismiss that. But the winds and the waves didn't wake Jesus up. The cries of his children caught his ear. And he got up. I grabbed his pillow, right? And he said, peace. 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 Peace I leave you. Peace I give you. Life. 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 Hope. 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 Grace. 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 Love. 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 This is the mouthpiece of Jesus. He gets up and he says, storm, winds, wave, stop. Because I'm here today to tell us that where we're going, what we're about to do, there are going to be things that come against us. They may come against us as a church. They may come against you personally. They may come against your marriage. But I'm here to tell you that Satan and his schemes, he will try to stir up the winds and the waves. He will try to stir up the storm. He will try to bring darkness. And Jesus is saying to us, speak. And when you call upon me, I will come. I will be the one that calms the winds and the waves. I will come and give you peace. I will come and give you rest. It'll be by my might, not by your power, JP. It won't be by your power, Jay. It won't be by your spirit, but it'll be by my spirit, says the Lord. He spoke peace. And so as he speaks to us, I'm, I'm done, and those that are going to serve communion can get ready. As we go from this place to the next, every, every time there's a move of God, there's, there's always that unsettledness of like, what's going to happen? I'm here today to tell us that God's speaking to us, and he's telling us that it's going to be all right. We're going to be all it's back. It came back. Bad days. Fasting and praying. How can you bring that up? See, I, Lord, renew my mind, transform. That's a good, that's a good, that's a, where was I going? But as he's taking us from here to there, there's going to be Challenges. We're not going to sit up here and tell you that we're going to have it all figured out when you walk in on next Sunday. It's all going to be like, we got, we got this. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things. There's going to be things in your life. The reality of this story is this, is that when they asked him to do it, he did it. We've asked him. He's doing it. Here's the thing. Don't doubt him then. Don't doubt him. J. 
Just because it's not in your season or in your timing, don't doubt him. The disciples wake him up. Why are you going to wake Jesus up if you don't expect Jesus to do what Jesus promised he would do? Y'all with me right now? Some of you need to lean into this. This is good. Why call upon Jesus if you doubt him? Why call upon Jesus if you don't really think? I'm telling you, he's, bigger, he's big enough for your doubt. He's big enough for your worries. He's big enough for all that. But listen, when you call upon Jesus, when you ask in Jesus' name, don't be like those that ask in doubt because they get tossed around like the winds and the waves. And the, don't be like that. They'd wake him up and said, whoa, he did it. And then they're looking at each other like, man, this guy did this. We just asked this guy to do it. And he even do this. I'm here today to tell us that when God speaks, it happens. When God speaks, you don't have to doubt. When God speaks, things get settled. Scores get settled. Things happen in your life that you could never hope, dream, or imagine. So do not doubt that when God speaks, he's going to see his word through. Hold on to the promises of God. Hold on to the promise. You've been released from an addiction. Hold on to the promise that God released you. Tell Satan to his face, I am no longer who I was. I am no longer who that person is. I am brand new in Jesus' name. I don't doubt that he has saved me. I don't doubt that he has restored my life. I don't doubt that he has good plans for me. I don't doubt that he's going to restore my marriage. I don't doubt that he's going to put me in right relationships. You get what I'm saying? When he speaks, receive it. We're going to new places and he's speaking. And it's time for us to open up our ears and to receive it. So today I want to just encourage us in that. God is speaking. Speaking life. Speaking hope. He's calming the winds. He's calming the waves. And so today, I want to just pray over you before we take communion. I want to pray that you would be sensitive to what God's saying and what he's speaking. That even past these 21 days, you would continue to hear the voice of God. You would sense his voice. You would see his leading hand and direction. So bow your heads and close your eyes. Father, right now, my prayer is simply this. Open up ears. Open up hearts. Speak. Speak to every situation, every trial. Remind them that you are with them, that you are for them, that you're going to carry them through it all. Thank you that you've never failed us and you're not going to start today. You've been faithful through every season of every moment and you're going to continue to be. So I speak peace. I speak grace over every person in this place. In Jesus' name.